And we are back to Beer Bros here to back at it. celebrate a Why Not Wednesday with you all. <laughs> Rob, with me as always. How are you, buddy? Good, man. Why Not Wednesday? Yeah, why not? Why Not Wednesday? Why not drink on a Wednesday? It's, uh, it's 2020. You can drink any day you want. Every There's day no... is a good day for a beer. Absolutely. Especially, especially hump day. Um... We got a fun show for you guys today. We are doing, uh, we kind of teased it on the last show, we are doing the Revolution Brewing Great American Beer Festival entries. Uh, it'll be a two-parter, part one today, part two sometime next week. We don't know the schedule. Uh, we just make it up as we go. Um, Rob, before we get into everything, can you do your thing? I'll do it. Let's do it. Follow us on Untapped at Dub Beer Bros if you haven't downloaded the app already. Email us at dubbeerbros at gmail.com. Uh, listen on Apple, Spotify, Anchor uh, to the past podcast. Twitter, Dub Beer Bros 1 is our username. Or, yeah. Uh, Instagram, Dub Beer Bros Pod. Uh, and then like, follow Facebook page if you haven't. And uh, check out the past YouTube episodes, quarantine episodes. Absolutely. Um... Yeah, a lot of fun stuff. Like I said, we got a fun show. Uh, so today we have four Revolution Brewing beers, uh, two that we have recently done on the show. Yes. So we've we have Oktoberfest uh, back on tap. Uh, we have Hazy Hero Hazy IPA back on tap, and then two ones two beers that we haven't had on the show yet. Everyday Hero and Freedom of Speech. Rob, not Peach. Um, it is, these are four of the nine entries on Revolution Brewing. If you listen to our last show, we did num the first one, uh, first one of nine. It was Working Mom, a, uh, what is it again? A barrel-aged brown ale. Uh, pretty good, but we're not here to talk about that one. We're here to talk about these four. Absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> you know, the first two we won't go into as much. Oktoberfest we really did have on the show, like, three weeks ago, yeah. so uh, if you really want to hear a full description of that, go back and listen to our Oktoberfest show, Hazy Hero, that was on our Hazy Beer Battle. It's like one of our fourth episodes or something. Yeah, it was, it was an earlier, it was a pre-quarantine episode, times were different, <laughs> we were much more hopeful, um, yeah. so go ahead and listen to that, and then these two um, very good beers that I've had before. Um, but yeah, I'm excited, Revolution's my... My favorite brewing uh, brewery, so yes. very excited. And then, uh, very interesting though. Uh, you got a lot of good stuff here about the Great Great American Beer Festival. Yeah, absolutely. So especially since we're doing like a two part episode, uh, we figure we give you both an in depth look at uh, not only Revolution, which we'll do on the second show, which is, since it's they're more traditional beers, right? On the second show or the second part. We're going to give you a little history on the Great American Beer Festival. I had, like, kind of heard rumblings about it, but I've never really, like, yeah, I looked it up or anything. I never really knew quite what it was. I also didn't know how old it was. Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely thought it was kind of newer, especially just with craft brewing in general being... Kind of like it started a boom in the 90s. Yeah, know, exactly. Really, I didn't... Like, that's when Goose Island started. Right. Um, no, it goes back further than that. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Um, at least in America. like I Yeah, at least in America. I mean, you know, kind of more refined brewing, I suppose. In a, You know, like different styles and stuff like that. Right. Um, but yeah, let's, let's jump right into it. Let's get a little background on the Great America Beer Festival. 
Rob, uh, I'm going to make this promise right here. If we can like leave our homes and states in 2021, I think next year we have to go to this. We have to. Absolutely. Uh, it's in, you know, we'll get to it. But uh, so Great America Beer <clears throat> Festival, a little history here. Began in 1982, like Rob said, kind of surprising that it's uh, 39, yeah, 39 years old, I believe. Yeah. Something like that. Or I believe this was supposed to, this year was supposed to be the 39th annual, whatever. Uh, the first festival was held in 1982 at the Harvest House Hotel in Boulder, Colorado. There were 24 breweries, 47 beers, and 800 attendees. Um, since then, it has only grown. Uh, you know, they, they had, I think the, like fourth year they had to move to the Denver uh, community center, you know, and our convention center and have a even bigger. And now it's, you know, just expanded to, if you aren't entering a beer in this, you're not trying to get your brand out there. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're open to home brewers and stuff like that, which is pretty dope. Uh, typically it is held in Denver, Colorado. Like I said, um, I don't, it didn't say it's been anywhere else, uh, but, I mean, what's better than Denver? I don't know. I've never been. Uh, it is not just a drinking festival, though. It's also a competition. Uh, sure, you go there and sample beers, but uh, it really is kind of the premier, uh, you know, brewing experience and it brewing is. competition. The awards are typically symbols for brewing excellence. Uh, you get a gold beer, or you get a gold medal in that. You're kind of set for a long time. Want to take a wild guess at who won first year, first Sierra, place? First year, uh, Sierra Nevada. Oh. I already looked at Damn it. I already looked at the first <laughs> year. You'll have, to, you'll have to go to the middle years. I didn't look at the. I just looked at the first and the last. Okay. Um, yeah, so, I mean, kind of when they started, I think they had probably less categories. But uh, recently, they have had 90 categories for beers to be submitted into uh, for judges from all over the world. Wow. Uh, they come and sample it. I believe what they said is it's a blind sample, so you don't know what the brewing company is, what like the flavor profiles are. You're just supposed to totally just drink it and judge it unbiasedly, which I think is very cool. That's really cool. I mean, I think at some point we might have to have our own kind of yeah, we, blind tasting. Yeah, we might have to have someone like somebody bring it someone bring it in and yeah, well we'll talk with our CR uh, CRA and uh, executive board member, see what they can do for us. Um, some cat, some categories. I mean, obviously you have your like American and German style beers, like, you know, you know, Pilsners and lagers and all that stuff. You know, your, your typicals, IPA sessions, wooden barrel aged beers, hazy. And they also have some other ones. They have chili beers. That's cool. I, I don't know what that mostly entails, but it <clears throat> sounds pretty cool to me. There's like jalapenos and stuff in it. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I feel like I definitely had, you know, a beer, like, infused with different kinds of peppers before where it's a little spicy. So, um, but a chili beer. Very interesting. Uh, and then if you are not a beer drinker, they have non-alcoholic beer tastings. Let me tell you. Wow. Uh, just stick to beer. <laughs> yeah. Made I've made the mistake of having a non-alcoholic beverage. Uh, not beverage. I've had many non-alcoholic beverages. Non-alcoholic beers, and it's... It's embarrassing. Um, but yeah, I mean, so really cool event. Uh, and then this year, obviously, you can't do anything. So uh, they offered a kind of brewery passport for deals on many participating brewery, uh, breweries, obviously Revolution included. Uh, this passport ran, 
well, it's still it's still going on, but I think you had to buy it earlier. Uh, it ran between October first and October eighteenth this year, and you could okay. go, uh, you could go to many places, get a lot of deals on beers, and just try them out. Uh, you know, you could like submit it. It's like a little virtual passport, which is I think pretty cool. That's really cool. I yeah. kind of want to look into more of these deals. Yeah, uh, well, I, I think we missed it. So uh, ah, okay. It's, yeah, like I said, you had to buy that in advance. I didn't learn about it until I saw it at Revolution. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely something to keep our eyes out for. And yeah, I, I think hopefully if things trend in the right direction, Rob and I can uh, maybe sneak out there next year and try some new beers. And that would be. Uh... That would be the trip of a lifetime. It would be, yeah. Uh, I've never been to Denver. That'd be quite the way to kick it off. Yes. So, yeah, very exciting. Um, if you want to learn more, you know, just go to their website, Great American Beer Festival. dot com, I think, or something. Just yeah. look it up on Google. You can see all the past winners too, all the different categories. I yeah, mean, it's pretty crazy how many. Uh, there were only like it looks like there were only like three categories like the first year or something like that. Yeah, well, forty seven beers, so that makes sense. Yeah. And um, now it's, I, I don't even, I didn't even see how many categories. Yeah, I think it's, you know, it's something that you, you could never drink all of them. Right. Like, you know, but it is something that it'd if be you. too dangerous. <laughs> well, yeah, that'd be also dangerous. Uh, but also if you're looking for recommendations, I think that's a good place to start looking. That is kind of the top tier, you know, judged upon beers. And if it's in the top three, right. it's probably going to be a good beer. So, Absolutely. I mean, um, I think any of these entered into this probably probably some good beers absolutely yeah uh yeah even the ones that i mean i don't think they list every single beer that's entered because obviously revolution entered nine themselves so i can only True. imagine how many breweries and how many beers per brewery that's hard to say 10 times um are in but beers yeah per brewery. beers per brewery beers per brewery yeah, you can't do it. Yeah, that makes that makes great podcasting right there. Uh, <laughs> but let's get into it. Let's uh, let's get to our beers. Like I said, we have Oktoberfest, Hazy Hero, Everyday Hero, and Freedom of Speech. Rob, you want to get us pouring while I do the Oktoberfest? Yeah, like a shortened version, probably. I'm gonna read the whole thing. You're gonna read the whole thing. Oh yeah, don't try not to spill. Alrighty. Our Oktoberfest beer is a German-style lager that was brewed in the summer and cold-stored until late August to celebrate the coming of fall. Traditional German malts such as Pilsner, Vienna, Karad, and Munich lend a beautiful burnt orange color and a pleasantly toasty malt flavor and aroma to this lager. Initial magnum and hopping along with multiple additions of German Saphir and select hops Throughout the boil, provide a crisp, balanced bitterness and spicy, earthy aroma to round out this robust beer. For fermentation, we use Bavarian lager yeast and then lower the temperature to 32 degrees Fahrenheit and store the beer cold for four weeks. This cold maturation time helps provide a smooth, round mouthfeel and clean, crisp finish. You sound pretty professional, Rob. Don't know about you. Like you said, uh, the work that they put in is clearly there in both taste smell look and everything absolutely i um, mean we did determine this was our favorite Oktoberfest beer absolutely yeah absolutely um it's worth it to get every every year every year they bring them out yeah I mean, it's just it's i think this is a staple along with you know sam adams and a few others that you just you have to go at least get a six pack of at uh, least at, at maybe least. a 15 but you know that's just 
That's just they don't me. sell in the 15s, Rob. Oh, they don't? Oh. No. Well, 12, 6, 12. Actually, it's really just 6s and you just buy a bunch. I'll just buy three six-packs. That's 18, then. There you go. That's even more beers That's, than a 15 yeah. pack. Well, I mean, it's going to take at least three to... We can't get into the semantics <laughs> right now. Um, we said we were going to go quick through this. This isn't a semantics podcast. No, that's our other one, Semantic Bros. Uh, <laughs> check it out on Anchor. <laughs> Gone off the rails already. But yeah, we're not even a beer in. Um, yeah, I mean, color-wise, you see that orange coloring that is that is in there that they kind of just, uh, they describe. It... it just looks like a perfect fall Oktoberfest. Yes. I mean, it's just, you know, I want to break some leaves or carve some pumpkins while I'm drinking this. Absolutely. But, <laughs> Rob, there's only one way to find out. Cheers. Mm. Prost. Prost. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just so delicious. It really is. Um... Yeah, so Rob, when we when we did this when we did this beer a couple shows ago, uh, you had said how creamy it is. Yeah. One of our listeners commended you on it and said that is the most spot on you've ever been with a beer. Who said that? Our uh, no, not our chief, our uh, executive board member. Oh. Okay. He, he said that is like the most spot on. You've ever given like in a good like you know, in a good way. <laughs> not not that you're not spot on normally, uh, but yeah, you're saying like you you like you hit it right on the head. Yeah, it's um, it has that different. It, I think that's really what seps are sep, I can't speak now. I can't. It's Wednesday. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> that's really what separates it from other Oktoberfest beers. I think that's really like what I mean distinguishes it. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it so great. I mean, you get the. Um, kind of like the Maltese uh, sp- spicy um, type of notes to it, but then um, it's a creamy finish. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, yeah, and it's not too heavy. You know, no. I think sometimes you can run into a problem with Oktoberfest where, like, it's a little heavy, the, the flavor gets a bit too much, so you kind of switch from it. I think this is something that you could drink throughout the day. Absolutely. I think it's, you know, uh, only, I mean, well, not only 5%, 5.7%. A little high, but still, it's not too bad. Either while carving pumpkins, picking some apples, maybe. Um, I mean, I don't think they'll let you walk around with beers while you're picking apples. You gotta hide it. Fair. <laughs> um, Rob, score or This is coffee. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> put in the coffee. Just don't drink and drive. Um, <laughs> food pairing-wise, Rob, are you sticking with the... What did we go with? Pretzel, kind of... Yeah, I mean... Bratwurst. I think just because it's a, you know, it's a little lighter. I, I mean, you... I, I I definitely love it paired with a pretzel. I think dipped in beer cheese just because... Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think also Revolution has great beer cheese, too. Uh, but... Um, I, I think just because, you know, it kind of complements that, that creaminess, that you, that slight creaminess you get from the beer... Mm-hmm. Um, it, uh, and it's, it's just light enough where you can, you can have a big pretzel and eat that and not feel too full. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm on the same wavelength of that. Uh, just, you know, it's, it's perfect with pretty much any kind of traditional Oktoberfest food. Uh, I think this is also great with kind of, 
if you're just eating dinner and you want a beer with it, I think this is a very good one. Yeah. I um, I, I don't think the taste is going to overpower your food. No. Nor is your food going to overpower this taste. So definitely, uh, definitely great with just about any kind of food. Time of the year wise, obviously it's fall. It's fall. Uh, Rob, your score last time we did this was 4.84. Is it going up? Is it going down? Uh, I think I'm sticking with it. 4.84. Yep. Uh, mine was a 4.79. So uh, I'm going to go up. I'm going to say it's a 4.85. Oh. Uh, just <laughs> compared to what up, me? Just, com- just compared to other <laughs> Oktoberfests I've had since then as well. Like, just comparatively... It's just nothing compares to it. Really, no, it doesn't. It's a, I think it's just a top-tier beer, a top-tier Oktoberfest beer. I don't know if it's won a gold medal for... The, it should. But if I'm a judge, it's winning the gold medal. <laughs> Obviously, I'm biased. It's Revolution. It's my brewery. But, you know, not my brewery. Possessive, but, but it's, it's my favorite. Yeah, exactly. Um, Homegrown. It's a homegrown. Uh, Rob... Do you want to give your tasting notes on this while I write mine? <laughs> I guess I didn't really just just, just write talk anything it out. yet, but um, I mean, I just what I lo- love about this beer so much is just how smooth it is, and I mean, it's I don't know, I feel like it's everything I look for in an Oktoberfest beer. You know, it's and I think what makes it slightly better than Sam Adams is you get that you know that spicy type of multi bite just slightly. But it's still still very smooth and a little creamy, like I said. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what really rounds it out and makes it, like Joe said, one of the elite, one of the top tier Oktoberfest beers you can buy, especially around here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, kind of my my closing notes on it is it's, uh, you know, it's a great and great smooth and creamy Oktoberfest. Uh, it's perfect with just about any meal, and you can truly drink this throughout the day. It's not a campfire beer. It's not a, you know, close not the night beer. It's you start and you can finish with this and not be too overwhelmed, too heavy off of it. It's just a great beer, and it can be eight. You know, and if you really are looking for that perfect pairing, you go with a beer. Uh, you go with a pretzel, beer, cheese, and mustard. Can't go wrong. No, you can't. Um, yeah, it's, it's a gold medal for me. It's a gold medal. <laughs> that's that's easy. Um, it takes home the gold. Takes home the gold. Let's move on to our next one, Rob. Uh, let's do Hazy Hero. If you want to read the description, absolutely. So Hazy Hero, like you said, we did it way back when in our Hazy IPA battle. Even though um, Hazy is lazy, was on there. Probably shouldn't been, but. No. <laughs> All right. Description. Gaze into the mist and discover the transcendental supremacy of American hops in Revolution's newest hazy IPA. A smooth, velvety body sets the stage for a big fruit-forward flavor and a refreshing finish. Absolutely. Uh, we'll spend a little bit more time on this one since we haven't drank it since that show. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, I mean, yeah. it's been... Jesus. I wanted to say last year, but no, it has not been a year. Still it not, feels like it's been a still year. Still not out of the woods yet. No. Um, we're not in 2021 yet. Nope. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. I mean, very, very opaque, very cloudy. <laughs> I'm just going to... 
We're just going to segue into the look of it. Um, yeah. I mean, I look at the can and I, I mean, it, it makes me want to drink it. I, I just love the, all the different colors in it. It makes me want to pick one up. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we kind of talked about this with like summer, summer beers and like the look of summer beer of like on the can or the bottles. I was a big proponent of it. Yeah. This makes me want to pick it up. I, I look at that and I'm like, well, you know, it's yeah, got, that, it's that, got like that, like kind of psychedelic look to it. Like, it's, cool. you know, it's like, I mean, yeah, it's a lot of colors grabbing your attention. It's mm -hmm. a lot of, it's not like sensory overflow though, either. Overload. It's not overload. Um, because there is a lot of kind of complementary colors with it. And I think that's, yeah. Um, really kind of draws your attention towards it. No, I, yeah, I very much agree. I, I do really love the can. Um, it's got all the different heroes on it and stuff like that too. Yes. So, yeah, kind of gives <laughs> me like, like a, a like a Mysterio vibe. Yeah, a little uh, bit for, actually for Marvel comic. Like you know, you got the the hop guy in the back, like kind of controlling everything and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, uh, it should be noted seven point three percent ABV. So it smells bit, very dry. Bit heavier, but yeah, it's got that that dry yet kind of tropical yeah, smell to it. Pineapple that you, type yeah, of smell or, that you get um, from it. You know, some zesty fruits to it. Right, but Rob, there's only one way to find out. Let's jump in. Cheers. Ooh, baby, yeah. That is very good. Yeah. And it's um, you know, I think we kind of talked about this way back when on on that podcast, but the one thing that you know early on in our early beer experiences, Revolution kind of turned me off a little more just because. A lot of their beers were very hoppy. I wasn't really into that. I do. I mean, I now. I mean, your your taste buds adapt. Yeah. I mean, they they change over time. So Every obviously, seven years. obviously, love those kind of beers now. But I think Revolution is like, you know, starting to come out with different stuff. Like the new. I mean, the new Hazy Hero. I mean, it's it's not very hoppy. It's very very smooth, very dry, very refreshing. Yeah, I think it. You know. This hazy one kind of leans more into that like kind of session style kind of kind of beer, like bit. where it's you know it's not as light as a session, I would say. No, but it's you know it definitely has that dryness to it, but still get that little bit of tropical hoppy taste to it that I think you can really enjoy with a hazy. Where some hazies are a little bit too heavy, too juicy. I think this one is kind of a perfect balance of everything. Absolutely, I. I like that. I like how you put that. Um, it's, and you have, I mean, you have a lot of different fruits. I'm trying to like pinpoint like one exact one, but I mean, it, it's probably a lot of different, a lot of different fruits going on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so I think when we did the hazy battle, I believe both of us scored this very high. I can't remember if Goose Island, uh, what, I don't. I can't remember if Goose Island scored higher for one of us. It probably did, but um, it was definitely top notch. A very yes. you know, and again, it's. I, I think some hazies they just rely a little bit too much on that juiciness, whereas opposed to like I think that dryness really gives it a leg up on others. Right, or other way around, like uh, like last week weekend or this past weekend when we did uh, Eddie Van Hazy. Yeah. That beer relied on too much dryness and not enough fruitiness. And not enough taste. Right. Yeah. The, yeah. They're... Taste. So some there are some beers that swing one way or the other, and then you got Hazy Hero. That's got both. And I think that's what 
again, makes it a, another gold medalist. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, <laughs> scoring is always hard with these things because I feel like beers, you know, and, I, and that's why they do have 90 different categories because, you know, every style of beer has a different kind of scoring scale for everybody. You know, if I give working mom a, you know, brown ale 3.65, that's a very high score for me on like, you know, that's like essentially grading on a curve. You're getting a 4.5 for me on those kind of beers because I'm not a big fan of those. Right. Or as opposed to like, you know, I'm more of a double, you know, like super hoppy thing. If you were to give it a three, it would be, it's considered higher. So, um, you know, if I give Oktoberfest a 4.85, I don't necessarily like it over all the other ones that I give no. a lower score because it is, you know, it's very hard. I don't know where I went with that because we're <laughs> on to food. No. But I, I get yeah. what you're saying. I mean, yeah, I guess we could have saved the point until after the food. I kind of ju- I kind of jumped the gun it's a little right. bit. I mean, it's got Wednesday. Excited. I mean, yeah. we're halfway to the weekend. I got excited. Um, essentially, it's just don't take our scores to like full heart where it's like, oh, well, Oktoberfest got a 4.8. That must mean it's the best beer out of all of these. No, it just means it's very good for the Oktoberfest division. Comparatively, it's hard to compare two different beers. Yeah. Um, food pairing-wise, Rob, before we really get off the rails, <laughs> what are we going with? Ah, uh, man. I Again, I, I, I really think you compare with a lot of different things. I Like I said, though, I like I like pairing hazies with either barbecue food or spicy food. Mm-hmm. And I think I kind of want to go with wings on this one. Um, it is maybe slightly heavier than... Um, you know, just because, I mean, I guess Revolution Spears in general are usually sl- uh, a little heavier, but um, I don't want so- I don't want a carbo load for myself personally. I would rather pair it with like meat, wings, I smoked wings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, food pairing wise for me, I, I I do think I would probably go barbecue. I think a nice brisket uh, with kind of a nice tangy barbecue sauce. I think that goes very well together, especially with that kind of tropical kind of flavor to it. I think those pair very nicely together. Uh, time of year wise, Rob, uh, I think it's, you know, I think you certainly could drink this in the summer, but I think it's better for the spring when it's not yeah. too hot. I think drinking this in the heat might be a little difficult. I think it's going to be a little heavy, but I think the spring kind of perfect weather for that. Yeah. Where it's kind of like, uh, you know, kind of cooler in the morning and then it warms up later in the day. I, I you know, kind of like the, those March and April days where it's, you know, it's fine. You're finally starting to see more sun or you're finally starting to see the sun stay out a little more longer. You know, I think this, this pairs well, like, you know, I mean, sitting on your, your back porch and, uh, enjoying, enjoying the first, first sunny days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally agree. Score wise, Rob, what are we given this? Ooh, man. Um, I'm going to go with a 3.89. 3.89. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I really like this. I think this is a premier kind of hazy beer. I'm going to go with a 4. 4.19. Okay. Uh, I really do enjoy this. I think it is a... I don't think you could drink it all day necessarily like an Oktoberfest you could. No. Um, I think it does have a little bit of a heavier finish to it at the end right. of the day. But, I mean, again, it's a perfect blend of dryness and, you know, t- 
tropical kind of flavor that balances itself out really well. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, Rob, any last notes here on Hazy Hero before we move on? Um, I don't, actually. Alrighty, let's do Everyday Hero. Rob, if you want to pour for us. Yes. Alrighty, Everyday Hero. Everyday Hero is a session IPA brewed in Chicago with a low 4.3 ABV, a modern blend of hops, including uh, Sabro, Eldorado, Mosaic, and Cascade. Bring... Uh, Bring smooth, tropical flavor to your daily routine. Enjoy on draft or bring a 15... Whoa, 15-pack home. Maybe they do have a 15-pack. They do have 15-packs of this one. Yeah. I've seen it. Uh, save the day. Every day. I don't know. I like it. I, I like mean, it. right off the bat, I mean, you see you see the name Everyday Hero. I mean, it's, I mean, it's like uh, Founders. Founders uh, all day. Yeah. I mean, it kind of, you know, kind of same type of... Um, you know, what they were trying to convey. I mean, they're both session IPAs, but, I mean, this is meant to be, uh, like, an IPA that's enjoyed for all beer lovers. Yeah, well, that, and, you know, it, it's, you know, it's meant to be drank all throughout day. the day. No, yeah, <laughs> throughout the day. Every you, day. Every, yeah, it's not going to be defined by a season or a, um, you know, or by a time of day. It's, right. You can, <clears throat> you can enjoy this pretty much with any, or at least, I, I've had it, so obviously I know, but keep the mystery up that we haven't had it yet. Um, you know, it's it's just, it's meant to be kind of their... It's versatile. Yeah. Whereas, you know, anti-hero, one, it's not for everybody. Right. And two, you can't drink that all day. You Well, you could. You could. It just might not end well for you. Right. Everyday hero, obviously, 4.3% ABV, very light, very easy drinking, and you take a look at the beer itself... Uh, clearly very, very light. Very uh, light. you got that obviously session kind of look. It's, you got the carbonation, the bubbles coming up. Yeah. Kind uh, of a Pilsner type of look to it. I right. Mean, smell wise. Still very, smells like an IPA. Yeah. Um, May, like, well, maybe more, like a pale ale. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a fainter smell. You're not going to get a whole lot out of, you know, it's not going to waft you right in the face like, uh, perhaps Oktoberfest or Hazy Hero will, uh, but it's, you know, it's subtle, which kind of goes along with what they're trying to do with this. Right, right. Obvious. But there's only one to find out. Cheers. Let's do it. Very good. It's solid. Yeah. It's very solid. Um, it's even got, I think, it's kind of got an interesting, like, bitter aftertaste i think that i get on the back of my tongue yeah it's just kind of i don't know it, it, it is kind of i feel like it's almost like customary with revolution beers you have to have a little hop bitterness in their beer yeah they, but <laughs> they're definitely more of like a hop you know they're a hop forward industry you know a brewery right and you know yeah it does have that bitter slightly dry finish to it a little bit slightly um yeah but you know again it's it's just a very solid you know I don't think it's gonna knock your socks off. You're not gonna like be like, oh my god, I have to go and get an everyday hero. But right. you see it, you're like, yeah, that sounds good right now. Like I'm gonna get an everyday hero. Right, I, and, and, I'm, and I'm sure it's even better on tap. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's one of those like, let's say you had. Oh, I, I don't want to get right into food pairing, but I want to say like, let's say you had a big yeah, dinner. Yeah, go for it. I mean, and I mean, you're like last night. I had a huge dinner. We went went out to eat and ate a bunch of appetizers. Had some duck. 
that was pretty good. But right. I was really full, and I was like, I gotta drink something that's a little lighter. Mm -hmm. I think this is what I turned to. I mean, it's just, yeah. you know, you, you just want to enjoy maybe like a like a late night show or whatever or whatever. I mean, after having a big meal, this is something I would drink. This is the perfect pacer beer. This is something that you know you're drinking. You know, uh, you're drinking like throughout that. the day, or you know, you're you're eating. You know, let's say you're at a let's say you're at a like, baseball game. You're at a Cubs or Sox game. And, you know, you've had a few beers in the bleachers. You've had, you know, say you went out, you had some hot dogs, you had some appetizers before. You started to feel a little full. You just don't want to keep the party going. You know, go with an everyday hero. I want to say, I, I keep wanting to say, like, everyday IP and, like, meshing them together. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, I, I think it's just very solid. You're, you're just going to, it's going to tone you for the, for the time being. I like it. I mean, because we talk all the time about, like, you know, this is a heavy beer. This is not something you could drink a six-pack of, but maybe you drink three and switch to something else. This is the beer you switch to something else. Yeah, <laughs> and, th and this is why it comes in a 15-pack, because right. it is much easier to drink. You could have four or five and not be so overwhelmed or so drunk that you're going to be like, oh, boy, like, I'm done for the day. Like, Right. You're going to have this. I think this is a perfect, like, patio beer, perfect, like, yeah, tailgate. you're at the beach, tailgate. Like, yeah. it's... If you're looking for a, you know, if you're, now I said Oktoberfest you could drink throughout the, that's seasonal. Yeah. This you could go any time of year, maybe, maybe winter, maybe not so apropos, but no. I don't know if I use that word right. I like it more of like a summer. Yeah. I mean, definitely time it's, of year. It's about. spring through fall, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think that is the best time to drink this. Uh, food pairing wise, Rob, you see, did we already talk about it? I think. Well, I no, I was no. just saying after like a big meal, but. Honestly, you could pair it with something that has that's either some kind of like really crafty food or something that's like can it bring that already brings a lot of flavor to the table. Like let's say you are enjoying a charcuterie board that has a lot of heavy different cheeses, a lot of smelly cheeses, a lot of different stuff that has you know it's already bringing out a bunch of flavors. You don't want a beer that like uh, like diminishes the those tastes. Like you want to get all of it, and this is the beer I think to pair it with. Mm -hmm. Again, though, it's very light for an IPA. You could pair it with even something heavier. Like, let's say, um, God, I don't even know. Like, just a, um, like a, like a crafty pub burger or, um, I would say even like fried chicken. Yeah. Um, I think this is a perfect beer for me to bring up my, like, classic go-to line of, for, for this food. And if you're playing a drinking game at home, hopefully at home, not driving, um, it's perfect with pizza because pizza is ah, such like that. a yeah. flavorful, heavy food that like this is, you know, let's, let's say you're in the city, you're, you know, you go get a little Malnati's. I think this is perfect because <laughs> the dish is heavy. It's heavy. It's heavy. I mean, there's only, there's only so many slices you can eat. Um, and you've got like and, six, seven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to pair it with the right beer. Correct. Or, I mean, you're not feeling good. <laughs> no, I, I've made the mistake of having a, you know, two or three slices of dupe dish with a few antiheroes, and the rest of the day, I was walking around with just a giant ball of cheese and beer in my stomach. <laughs> I, but you know, I, I've had it with an everyday hero, and it is a great mix. You're not, you know, you're still a little full from the pizza, yeah. But the beer is not affecting you, and it did not diminish the no, taste. You don't feel gross. I mean, it's just. You know, I mean, you don't feel over, over full. No, correct. 
Uh, I kind of already said it time of year wise, like maybe not winter time per se. You could certainly still do it, but I think that kind of perfect spring through fall, I think is a perfect time to drink this. Like Rob said, like a tailgate or something like that. Maybe Thanksgiving, like a post Thanksgiving beer. I mean, yeah. Um, but that might, or maybe even during actually, but bold. Yeah. I like to just go with water at Thanksgiving. It's, you know, Got to keep as much room for the food. <laughs> but if you really want a beer, you know, something something light. Yeah, and yeah, so Everyday everyday Hero, I think, is a perfect, like I said, perfect pacer beer. You know, taste-wise, not going to blow you away. No. But I don't think it's intended to do that. I think it's just a very solid, crisp beer, score-wise, very good. I'm not going to give it into the fours, but that doesn't mean it's not a good beer, like right. I say. I'm going to give it a 3.73. Okay. Mostly because of just the versatility of it. Okay. I like that. Uh, I'm going a little bit lower. I'm going with 3.47. Again, very versatile. Um, I don't think it's my favorite session, I'll say. I, all, um, all day, I feel like better. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we can agree on that. But uh, um, it's still three, very three solid. Point what? 4.7. Four, seven. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's just... It's awesome. Um, Rob, let's get to our last beer here. Freedom of speech. I'm going to... I'll give the description. These are evolution glasses. Freedom of speech is... With an S. (laughs) Is naturally soured? Soured? Soured. In the brew kettle and fermented out dry with a lower alcohol level. Uh, our easy drinking session sour demonstrates a clean tartness balanced out by an assembly ripe uh, or assembly of ripe peach flavor. Exercise your right to refreshment. I like that last line. It was nice. That was really nice. Um, can art wise on this, I I do love their Freedom of series. Uh, gives you that real patriotic vibe. You got the eagle in the background, and then you know like. You look at it, it's got the Revolution Fist, obviously. Absolutely. And as you turn it, you got the Eagle Talon coming down and just grabbing a juicy peach right off the branch there. It looks pretty cool. And then the color scheme, you know, that peach salmon colored color scheme. Really cool. Kind of different than a lot of some of their other stuff. I like it. Yeah, it's very different. I mean, one, you're not talking about a beer that's more like hop forward. You know, this is... This is considered a sour ale, so yeah, um, be interesting. I don't know if I've had this actually, so this might be my first time. I've had it on tap once, but I don't read. That was a long time ago, and many beers in, so I don't remember that one. <laughs> um, yeah, smell wise, you do get that kind of peach, that you know, like peach sour very kind tart, of smell, very yeah. tart, but still. Smells pretty smooth. Yeah. Uh, Color-wise, you know, pretty similar to Everyday Hero. It's a little uh, golden, I would say. A little, bit, a little, little bit more golden, golden but, yeah. you know, pretty clear. You could see right through it. Um, but, Rob, that's all I'm going to find out. Let's get to it. Cheers. Whoa, Ooh, that is tart. Yeah. That one slaps you right in the mouth. Yeah. It's interesting. It's uh, it's kind of like that first hit of a warhead. Mm-hmm. 
which good for candy beer yeah not so much yeah we're not the biggest sour fans i mean we've talked about it before but um i mean it's not bad actually i i don't hate it no, it's you know it, it rests a lot easier. I think some summer or some sours like are they stick with you a whole lot. <clears throat> this one I think subdues pretty quickly. Yeah, you get that punch in the mouth right away. I think you get a slight dryness actually with it on the finish. A little bit, um, but I think I think you know you're still kind of overwhelmed from the beginning. You don't really get much going down. I mean, it's solid. It's solid. I mean, it's it's definitely sweet as well though yeah. so i think i won't you know as i've said in the past you know the sweet's gonna wear on me but um i enjoy it i mean i'll you know i'll have like maybe two and then i might switch to something else but just just because i'm not the biggest sour person but. yeah you know i i think and i think this is kind of something with all sours i don't think this is something you can buy a six pack of i think this is something that you see it at a bar, either in a can or on draft. I mean, it's probably only going to be on draft or Revolution. Right. But, like, you see it, I think it would be really good on draft. I think it would be nice, a little bit more fresh. Maybe it won't be as in more your refreshing. face. More refreshing. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think it'll have... I don't, I don't think it'll be as tart as it is right now. I think you could taste more the probably the peach on draft, too. I didn't, probably. I, I do taste the peach, but not as much as I was expecting to. No. So, um... But yeah, still, still not a bad beer. Uh, no, it's I mean solid. I mean, it's, it's Revolution does they make good beer. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I just think it's. I mean, sour like you said, sours really aren't our cup of uh, cup of tea, mug of beer, whatever. Right. Um, but you know, it's 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 good, slightly refreshing. It's but not our pint. No, it's not our pint. Uh, food pairing wise, Rob, what would you go with? That's what I'm trying to figure out in my head. I was thinking, like, what would a sour, what does sours really pair well with it? I mean, I, I guess, I mean, kind of like every day, I, I, I think I would pair it with something like a burger. Um, I'm thinking like with a pretzel bun, maybe kind of like that, kind of like more saltiness to kind of, um, to wear out the sourness, um, or to not to wear it out. I mean to balance it yeah um i think this would probably go best with some kind of seafood oh okay. Uh, i think seafood yeah. typically requires a little bit more flavor uh, i think it, uh, if you want with like a lobster or crab legs or something like that i think it would go pretty well with especially you know, I, you know there, there just really isn't an overwhelming flavor with fish right and fish i mean typically you know wherever you go uh, they kind of like squeeze out like some lemon on top of it, so you are getting a little bit of tart, like sour or tartness. Yeah. On the fish, so I I like that. I mean, I, you know, I I probably wouldn't pair it with a salmon. Uh, I think I, you know, want that with some more like a darker beer or something mm -hmm. like that. But, um, I guess, uh, like you said, like a lobster or crab or something like that. Yeah, um, something light, something that's you know. Because I, I think even with a burger, like, I think this, the, the sour, tower, uh, sour tart flavor is going to kind of, you know, not ruin it, but, you know, you're still going to have that sitting on your tongue for right. a while. So, you know, whereas fish, I think that would go really well together. A burger, pizza, hot dog, you know, chili, okay. whatever the hell you're going to eat with your beer, probably not going to go well. 
right. Um, score wise, Rob, or time of year wise, Rob, what are you going with? <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess I, it could be year round, um, but probably more summertime, I guess. Yeah, I think just I think because I, of the, you know, just because of peaches. Yeah, I think I think tartness. I would definitely have to go kind of in that summer category. Um, trying to think of a good summer setting. Uh, maybe sitting by the pool or a beach or something like that probably goes best. But probably um, again, I think I think this is a beer that's going to be better served on tap than it is going to be in a can. Um, and I think drinking during the day too. Yeah, this is not something that you want to be drinking. Kind of at night, I did. I think give yourself some time to kind of get over the like the sweetness, right? Um, to kind of let it pass through you, right? Uh, score wise, Rob. Now we're on to that. Yes, I um, I'm giving this a three point three one. Again, kind of like you said, I I was thinking about rating it a little lower just because, like we said, it's not our pint, but um, we kind of got to rate this on a curve just because it's a sour. It's a little different, so. Um, I don't think that should, um, you know, uh, make my score suffer, but so I, I'm going to go with 3.31. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give this a 2.83. I, you know, it's just, I think it really comes at you hot and heavy in the beginning. Sure. Uh, I think that, that can turn you off from that. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I, I would like to try it again on tap. I think it's going to be. A lot fresher, I think, like you said, I think you might get a little bit more of that peach taste. It won't be as in your face with the tartness, but, I mean, it's solid. If you're a fan of sour, I definitely think this would probably be one of the better ones. Yeah, uh, It's I not agree. as, like, the, you know, face puckering like some others, uh, but, like, if you like Warheads, you like that initial feel, that could be the beer for you. If you like it in a beer. What? If you want some sourness in your beer, like oh, I thought sourness. Oh, I thought you meant like you put warheads in your beer. No, Rob, do you put warheads in your beer? I do not. I have not tried that yet. Keyword is yet there. <sighs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Um, um, yeah, four pretty solid beers though. Uh, obviously, Oktoberfest and uh, I think Hazy Hero were kind of the top two. Uh, I think that was kind of to be expected. Those are kind of more our kind of beers. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it, all of them are solid in their own right. Everyday Hero, I think, again, is it, is going to be that perfect pacer beer. Um, I, I think if you're someone that likes to, you know, day drink and you haven't had Everyday Hero, I think that's I think that's a perfect beer for you. I think you're going to you're gonna be able to have it, you know, Drinking's a marathon, not a sprint, <laughs> especially when you get older. I think Everyday Hero is going to be a perfect, uh, perfect beer for you. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like that. But you know, as you get older, I mean, you're going to want to stick with the beers that that you really like because right. you know it's what's worth it to you. So, you know, maybe like freedom of speech. There you go. Will be better off, you know, for I guess you know for people younger, like uh, in their twenties. Unless you're a sour fan, then it's for you. Yeah, I, I think I think theirs is I, I think freedom of speech. I think with just with sours in general, I think yeah. If you're a sour just... fan, you're gonna you're gonna enjoy it. If not, maybe it's not the beer for you. Right. Um. But uh, 
still all solid. The next four we'll have will have kind of the quintessential Revolution beers, kind of the, what they're known for, uh, Cross of Gold, Rev Pills, Fist City, and Anti-Hero. The Anti-Hero. The Anti-Hero. There might be a surprising score coming out. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but might be might be a legendary score. I don't know. That'll be interesting. I, I, I don't know. That's a little tease for you guys. That's a little tease. You'll have to, you'll have to tune into the next show. <laughs> uh, Rob, any last notes on any of these beers or Working Mom that we had? Oh, yeah. Working Mom. I mean, um, all very interesting. I mm-hmm. mean, Revolution always makes beers that I, you know, I, I don't think I have ever hated a beer that they've made. There's been a few. <laughs> um, if I'm being honest. I don't hate freedom of speech, but... Um, no, freedom of speech... Again, like, don't hear what we're not saying. It's, just, it's fine, but right. it's just, if you're not a Sour fan, you're not going to like this, I think. Right, but the thing about Revolution is, you know, they, I mean, they take risks, they try different things, and I think most of the time it works really well for them. Yeah, and I mean, what I've always loved about Revolution is there's always something new coming out. Right. There's, you know, whether they're doing a double, double dry-hopped version of a beer or just, you know, coming out with different heroes and stuff like that. I think it's just, they're all, yeah, like you said, they're always experimenting. They're always coming out with something new, um, which leads me into another beer news. Look at that yeah, segue. That's an A-plus segue there, Rob. Well. well I'll start because I'm keeping, you know, it's part of the segue. <laughs> keeping in mind with Revolution, always sampling new things. This weekend I had... Uh, the other crowler I got from them, Hero in Training. Oh, I had this as well. Yeah. Um, and maybe you share the same as me. I think it's a solid addition, but it doesn't really differentiate itself from any of the Hero series. It was kind of like a lighter anti-hero. I that's like. that's kind of the vibe I got. Like, same kind of color scheme and stuff like yes, that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That golden, dark, like, orangey type of look to it. Yeah. And, and yeah, you know, it was fine, but it's not something that, you know... And again, I, there's there's been many different heroes, so like it probably lines up with something else too. Uh, but I think it it was fine, right? But would I get it again? Maybe not. I well, mean, I mean, especially in a crawler, you know, that's probably the closest thing to on draft that you can get, right? So I, I we can't even say like, oh, we could try it on draft. You know, it might be better, but I mean, it's possible it could be. But it's possible. Same time, crawler is like the closest thing you yeah. can get to. Andre. Now it should be noted that this was like the third edition of Hero in Training, so I believe these are ah. kind of the beers that they're waiting to see if they can add it to that next League of Heroes pack. So, uh, but it's cool. I mean, we get to sample yeah. them. So I mean, if they come out the series four, I'm gonna get it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, uh, you know, it's fine, but I, I don't think it really did anything for me that swayed me one way or the other. Okay. Um, right. Any other ones? Uh, no, that was the, uh, I was drinking Great Taste Less Filling the rest of the week. <laughs> nice. All right, so um, I have two others, actually. I didn't write down the other one. Oh. Um, and it's another Revolution beer, because I kind of forgot. I should to just the Revolution. It uh, it's Red Skull, which is probably one of the coolest-looking cans I've seen. If you, if you haven't seen it, I mean, look it up. It's very cool-looking. Um, it's... Their new Imperial Red, they actually just posted on Facebook about it. You know, I guess this is like one of their latest beers to be introduced. Um, it's strong. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that. I was drinking it last night, and 
after I had that big dinner, it definitely shouldn't have been the beer I probably I wish you had never day hero. I should have went with that. <laughs> um, it's it wasn't uh, it wasn't my pint, as as we were saying. As, as, we, like, as we like to say, we've coined it. We're coining it. Yep. It wasn't my pint. Um, I it's just it, it's very strong. It, yeah. Very bitter. There wasn't really anything smooth about it, which um, you know that's kind of what I look for. You know, I like. I like the bitterness. I love having that bitterness, but you got to have some kind of smooth finish. And I feel like I didn't really get that, so it's not it's my it's not my thing. Um, I'm sure other people like it though. It's nine percent alcohol, so I mean, have one. bought a four pack and <laughs> only drank one. Yeah. I think uh, you totally can drink one. Yeah, yeah. And then the second one I I had, which uh, was from Cruz Blanca in Chicago, love and it. that is La Fredida. I you did it. it. I pronounced it right. Maybe you didn't. Sounds right to me. Uh, it's a rosé ale. So it was kind of... Rosé. <laughs> rosé. Kind of similar to... Uh, SPF I, from yeah, New Yeah, SPF. I mean, it's slightly tart. I don't like rosé, though. So it's not. it wasn't really my thing. It's a little smoother, though, than SPF. It's not too sweet. Yeah. Or not as sweet as F- SPF, but still not, not my pint. No, it, it's hit or miss with kind of those rosé, kind of like raspberry uh, flower, like tea yeah. kind of things. I mean, it felt uh, like a golden ale mixed with rosé a little bit. Which... It was uh, it was rosa, it was like rosa junior or something like that. Not 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 as good. Right, I like that. <laughs> we all know how much Rob loves rosa. You surprised to see rosa wasn't submitted into it. I, I am actually very surprised because it's one of their best beers. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a fine beer. Uh, yeah, no. Awesome. Uh, and any other? Oh, no. Yeah, that was just your other two. All yeah. right. Uh, Rob and I will be having plenty of them. Uh, it's kind of a short turnaround week, so we don't we didn't have as much time to drink beers, but I'm sure next week we'll... Have plenty from our curbside pickups. I got the weekend. I'm uh, checking out Noon Whistles Naperville. Oh. Uh, new Naperville Brewery. So nice. Uh, tomorrow. So I will let you know how that is. You will definitely have to let me know. Uh, awesome, Rob. Any last notes on anything? I don't believe so. I think All we're right. ready to close. Uh, out. So next week we will have the Great American Beer Festival Revolution Entries Part Two, <clears> with <throat> again Rev Pills, Cross of Gold, Fist City, and Anti Hero. And then the following week, we will get Allagash on the show. Yes. Uh, and then we'll see about where... About damn time. About damn time. Well, we have a lot of stuff coming up. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we'll see where it goes from there. We bought too much beer, you know. But yeah, absolutely. Never a bad thing. That's... I don't say that in a bad way. No, no siree. <laughs> Rob, let's, let's close this bad boy out. As always, we invite you to try these beers along with us. Please do so responsibly. Do not drink and drive. Absolutely. And... Cheers. Cheers. Thank <laughs> you.